Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Double Leg Takedown Podcast, a podcast coming straight from the hearts and minds of real UFC fans, bringing you future fight card predictions, past fight card results, news, and of course, a little something extra on the back end. With me this week is, well, everybody. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. hey. So, Derek, how you been this week, man? I was good until you got here, Dan. Oh, well. I was going to say you did a good job last week without me, but uh, never mind. Well, I mean... the the truth is the truth. If I did a good job, I did a good job. No, not anymore. You be, him insulting you doesn't change the fact that he was no, fantastic. Not. I'm that petty. <laughs> it's good to see your guys' face after missing last week, except for you, Derek. Uh, this week, guys, I mean, we're not going to talk much about news because we have so many fights to talk about. First off, uh, we have the Fight Pass fight. Uh, of course, you know, it's a very stacked, it's very unstacked card, I should say. Uh, there's really only two fights on this. That's just mean, man. It's just mean. Well, I can't help it, man. Tell them to put better fights on these. These are hardworking young men putting their lives on the line. I say that every time. You're a disrespectful. I say that butthead. every time. Look, um, we respect these guys. Respect. Obviously, going out there and doing this. This isn't. It's not like they're going out there and making pills for a living. But you know, there, there's really only two fights that. Wait, 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 wait. Making pills? Pillows. Pillows. Yeah. What's on your mind, Jordan? Excuse me, sir. Well, there's only I'm, two, I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> apparently. Uh, well, there's only two fights that really interest me, and I'm sure it only interest you guys on this on this UFC Fight Pass card. Uh, first off, we have a heavyweight fight between Roy Nelson and Derek Lewis. Yeah, Derek Lewis, uh, just really quickly, I'm, I'm going with Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis has got the, the heavy hands to knock out Roy Nelson. I know that's – I mean, if you can knock out Roy Nelson, that's quite a feat, but I think Derek Lewis is the one who's going to take this fight. Oh, that's fair. I like Derek Lewis in this fight just because I'm a fan of Derek Lewis on Twitter. He's entertaining. And I don't like Roy Nelson because I don't like when he rubs his belly. You got something against fat guys, Derek? No, I just don't like fat guys rubbing their belly. You know, Listen, you're Derek. You're you're... have to get more comfortable with your sexuality, man. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, your reason it, for for going with Derek Lewis isn't is is purely off of Twitter. If that's the case, then Listen, he's going pick. with Derek Lewis because his name's Derek, and that's exactly that's what why it I is. think Spelled Roy Nelson same. is going to win this fight. You. you jerk. I hate everyone. Uh, I just want to say, just quickly, Derek Lewis is coming off of three straight wins. Roy Nelson, he's won his last one, but before that, he's, he was on a three-fight losing streak. How do you think that's playing into someone who was once a top-five contender in the heavyweight division? He was never a top-five contender no, in anyone's never. mind. People loved him. He was a top five loved heavyweight yeah. contender, but <laughs> he was a he was a number five contender in the heavyweight division at one point. Out of no one five took fighters. that seriously. Uh, look, I get that you guys hate the ranking system, but the f- facts are facts. The real fact is his his nickname is completely unoriginal and uninspiring. Big country against a guy. No, no, no. Derek Lewis. Oh, the Black Beast. That's a, that almost that almost Roy sounds... Nelson is big country man. He's got it all. He's going to win a championship, and this is just the first step on the ladder. I imagine that he got that nickname. He was training hard in the gym, and there was just an old racist Mickey-like trainer. like, eh, we're going to name him the Black Beast. <laughs> well, fair enough. Has everybody got their, their prediction on this one? Everybody going Derek Lewis? Listen, never mind. In all seriousness... Uh, Derek Lewis is, uh, I've got him in this fight just because Roy Nelson depends too much on his uh, right hand of God. Right hand of God, yeah, as you like to call it. <laughs> That's he, what he calls it. That's not just me. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, Derek Lewis is, is 
gonna win this fight, in my opinion. No way, man. Okay. Oh well, we got some contention in the house. I'm actually think I may go with Nelson on this one. I think he's got the experience, there you and go. uh, you know, I, I, I like I like the experience he's bringing to the table. I think that if he's <laughs> smart, he could potentially use his his uh, his judo to if he. But of course, we've seen in the past that he doesn't really rely on his judo a lot, even though he should. The dude's a black belt. I mean, that hurts him uh, when he when he just relies on that <laughs> that right hand, like we talked about. Uh, but moving on, uh, the the main fight on that UFC Fight Pass card uh, is a lightweight fight between Rafael dos Anjos. And Eddie Alvarez. Going to go with the champion on this one to retain as as much as Eddie Alvarez coming from Bellator is just screaming, Hey, Tony, you need to you need to go with me because you, you have a tendency to go with outside fighters. I mean, Dos Anjos is just, he's, he's looked dominant since he's won from uh, Showtime Pettis. You, you got to go with the champ on this one. I like Dos Anjos too. I've, I think he's a champion and it, that's going to be here to stay for a while. And I don't think Eddie Alvarez brings anything to the table that's that's really going to challenge him in the least. Um, if I had to pick an upset for this weekend, this might be it as far as the championship fights go. Um, but still, I, I like Dos Anjos in this fight. I'll tell you something. You guys give me a lot of crap about not knowing fighters. But I watched a lot of the Japanese fights, <clears throat> and Eddie Alvarez fought in Japan like forever ago, and he won a lot of the uh, I don't really know what the what you call it the tournaments where you fight if you win you pretty much go backstage for like an hour you come back out you fight again the Grand Prix yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the Grand Prix one two and three <laughs> do what oh yeah you, no it wasn't those but he uh, he won one of those I mean he's really good. Uh, I, I think he's kind of a sleeper. I mean, he's only he doesn't have that many losses for as long as he's been fighting. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him, man. Well, speaking of which, uh, Dos Anjos is coming off of five straight wins. Uh, Alvarez is coming off of two. His last loss was to Cowboy Cerrone uh, back of September of uh, well two years ago actually of, of 2014. I, I agree with you guys. I think that Raf, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, uh, or as Tony likes to say, Rafael. Rafael. Uh, it's Portuguese, my brother. I'm not Portuguese, though. But it's, it's neither is Tony. Respect. He's just a, you don't call me Daniel because because it's that's, that's the way the French say it. Maybe we should. No, Rafael, Rafael. Well, anyways, Rafael dos Anjos. Uh, Rafael he looks dos strong. Anjos. He looks dominant anytime he fights. I think he's just working at a whole different level than Alvarez is working at. Um, yeah, I think this is a pretty. To me, this is a safe bet that he's going to retain. And also, I mean, I want Dos Anjos to win to see the McGregor Dos Anjos fight before the end anymore. of the year. All, All right, right guys, how much money? He's you put not in? even on this card, and we've already <laughs> talked about Conor McGregor. Did you guys I'll take? I Alvarez. can't remember. Did you guys talk about it last week? Yes. Did yeah. you? Okay. It never fit. I. It's an. Ins- it's got at this point. It's it's got to be an inside joke. It, it's an inside joke that we're not aware of. It's. Uh, he, it's we just an end obsession. Up talking about him. It's an obsession, is what it is. Well, we might as well just rename the podcast the McGregor Hour. <laughs> if hey, if he'll okay it on Twitter, <laughs> let's go for it. If he'll co-sign care. on it. I'll I'll call it the Conor McGregor Hour featuring Conor McGregor. I'll get the stupid tattoo if he'll co-sign on it. That'll get us a bunch of listeners. Well, listeners, all twelve of you, you know, start tweeting at Conor McGregor. That's I mean, of course you know that's the last on the on the fight pass card. We also have the the Ultimate Fighter finale. This week, uh, looking at this this card, I mean, 
There's really there's no there's no fight that has any any Listen. type of, of of significance. We love these fighters. We do. We respect them and appreciate their hard work. But they got to mean something, right, guys? Joanna Jadridis is going to dominate. Joanna It's Joanna Try again. One more time. Jadridisjik. Now you're so close, Derek. Won't you tell us, man? Joanna. It's actually. Joanna Jojinchik. Yeah, Jojinchik. I read. Everyone calls her Joanna Champion. We'll just call her Joanna Champion. Just so from here on, she is now Joanna Champion. Unless she loses to the belt on Friday, and then what are they going to call her? That's what I was going to say. When she loses the belt, what are they going to call her? Joanna, number one contender. Joanna contender. Call her JJ. JJ. Hey, I like her, man. I'm excited to watch it. Well, that's the only fight to to me that has any significance. And of course, it is is the uh, the women's uh, strawweight fight. Championship fight between Joanna Champion and and Claudia Gadella. Claudia. 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 There's a little uh, accent mark there. It's Claudia. Aren't these the two that like absolutely hate each other too? Basically, yeah. Like I haven't watched this season of The Ultimate Fighter, but just from what I've seen, little little clips on on the internet and and what I've read, these two broads just don't like each other. Yeah, I remember watching the press conference. And I think it was Joanna that was like trying to, you know, give the other girl credit. And she was pretty much like, don't even look at me kind of thing. So they definitely don't like each other. That's pretty fun. I I mean, I'm going to go with Joanna Champion on this. She's undefeated. She's already beaten Claudia before. It's But that was a split decision. I understand. But who won that fight? Joanna Champion. But you gotta give it to Claudia. She, she's only lost one time, though. I mean, that's that's Man. impressive. Who won that fight? Huh? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I couldn't even look you in the eye when I answered that, Tony. You, you, <laughs> you, you talked me down so hard. There is one small significant note in this fight or on this card, and uh, I don't want to get into it too in depth. But Gray Maynard's actually making his return on this, and I mean, he's coming off of. I know you guys have talked about it before. You know what happened to Gray Maynard. You know, if he loses this fight, he's, I mean, he's out of the UFC. That'd, that'd but, be five straight losses. Yeah, but enough about that. Hold Eric. up. Quickly, Gray Maynard, Jordan, just irrelevant because he moved camps like 57 times. Really? And, yeah. So, anyway, we can revisit that later, but I just wanted to throw that out there, too. Oh, I want to talk about it right now. <laughs> we got, no, we got way more important stuff to talk Go ahead. about. Is everybody, I mean, is everybody still said their prediction? Are we going with Joanna Champion? I haven't said anything. Oh, yeah. I was well, that's why I'm asking I there. pronounced her name. That was all. And oh, then I thought that me. was you also saying. Well, me being the attention okay. seeker that I am, I, I was like, me first, guys. <laughs> well, I, I like Joanna Chick, Joanna Champion in this. Show off. Yeah. Ching, ching, um, ching. <laughs> she could be like my top, in my top three favorite fighters because of her gifts that she brings to the weigh-ins, I think they're awesome. I like she gave uh, Jessica Pena a, a macaroni necklace. No, yeah, like she brings gifts to the weigh-ins, and like when you said gifts, I thought you meant like the internet yeah, memes. Gif. Like, like gifts. No, 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 like no. Gifts. Like literally gifts. Like a I thought gift he was like referring a to like her talents when she fights. <laughs> <laughs> she, she brings so many gifts. Basically, what we're saying there, you need to be more specific when you say words. Okay, she brings. Christmas presents without Christmas. She's to the Wayans. Santa Claus of the women's division. There you go. Yeah, but they're always kind of slap in the face type of thing. So she's more the Krampus. 
Yeah, and her no. name is Joanna Ching Chang Chang. Let's call her Joanna Krampus. Joanna Krampus. If she loses and loses her Joanna champion, I think Joanna Krampus is is a formidable alternate. It's got to be. I like it. Surely There's so much more I want to say, but we really name. need to move through these fights. Okay, but anyway, I, I like uh, Joanna Champion. Uh, um, her takedown is her takedown defense is really good. Her takedown. She only had one. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> No, but seriously, she got those legs quick. Jo- seriously, Joanna Champion, um, her striking is is superior, far superior. Um, if she can keep the fight standing, she's going to win easy. Um, and that's pretty much it. Jordan, you have an opinion? Oh yeah, Joanna Ching Chak Chak has got this <laughs> in the bag easy. I don't think she's fighting on this card. No, she's there. I don't say you're on the list. You mean you can't hear it with your American ears? <laughs> Whatever name you just said sounded Asian. Yeah. And a tad bit. S- slightly racist. Yeah, a tad this bit. This is the racist episode. What? Hey. You got the black It's hard names to spread. Everybody's so easily offended these days. Chink, chink, chink. You know, that sounds like a. Wow. Well, I'm about to get political. Well, we, we don't, don't, do we don't want to lose our 12 right, followers. We don't want to get there. Trump, quiz, Trump Christie. I promise you that was not a racist comment. <laughs> Whatever got to Say your last name again, Derek. John Ching Chick. Ching, Ching Chick. Yep. No, Joe Jin Check. <laughs> Joe Chin Check. Ching Ching Check. What are you saying? Ching Ching Check. You're just saying Ching Ching Check. That's what I hear. It's Joe Chin Check. Joe Ching Check. There you go. There you go. There you go. Close yeah. enough. We're there. He'll forget that. There is not an O in our last name. Okay. Jordan is going to be a, a quiz later. And I just want to point out, too, we're t- completely going off the way that. That Mike Goldberg said it one night. So well, who knows if that's accurate? CME podcast said it that way too, and they're okay. <laughs> they're MMA reporters. So I, they're also comedians. That's that's confirmed. That's <laughs> confirmed. Check. All right, guys. Look, the big. This is the big one. This is the biggest one we'll probably have in a very long time. But finally, we're gonna we're getting the UFC 200. Man, it's been a long time coming. We've said it plenty of times. This card is so stacked that the preliminary card on the fight pass. Is 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 phenomenal, as for compared to every other UFC Fight Pass card that they've ever had. Um, do you guys want to go through every single one of these? I mean, that uh, you got Joe Jim Miller versus Takanori Gomi. Going with Jim Miller. Jim Miller, Derek. Let's just do quick picks yeah, on this. Mustache Miller. Go. Quick picks. I'll take Jim Miller. You you, you got Mustache Miller. Laird? Mustache Miller. Let's go. I'll take Jim Miller. America! We have, uh, in my opinion, the overrated. Gegard Musasi versus Tiago Santos. So you guys got Musasi, my man. I got to go with Musasi because I I built him up too much coming in the UFC. And he, even though he's let me down. Yeah. Musasi. Jordan? Musasi. I'm going Santos because I hate Musasi. He's overrated. Oh, my Lord. All right. And then You're the, a hater. I'm a hater because he's overrated. Uh, then next we got a lightweight fight: Diego Sanchez versus Joe Lozon. I'm going with terrible nickname, great fighter Joe for Lozon. both of these. I'm going to go with Joe Lozon. All right, Derek. Yeah, this is the fighter. This is the fight of terrible nicknames. Um, I- I'll What's take Diego Lozon. Sanchez's? The it used dream. to be, it, it oh, used yeah. to be the nightmare, which is not bad, but he changed it. To like honestly, dream. whoever he, wins this, his turn face. <laughs> I don't know it. I. I just think it got worse. Who, whoever wins this shouldn't get money. They should just be able to drop Change their terrible their nickname. nickname. <laughs> he, got, he got so bad at fighting that it was just a nightmare to watch. <laughs> 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 Derek, you, you picked Joe Lowe? 
I pick J Lo. All right, Jordan, who you got? Lozon. I'm picking Lozon too. I think he's gonna. I mean, Diego Sanchez is a shelf of his former self. Uh, moving on to the preliminary card. Uh, starting off, we have Sage Northcutt versus Enrique Marin. I guess Sage Northcutt simply because he's his abs and his hair. He is a handsome fella. It's also I one mean, of my favorite spices to use in cooking. <laughs> Northcutt spice? No. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with Sage Northcutt. You know, he's he's to me. He feels like the better fighter. He looks like somebody stood on his chest with like a noodle strainer. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from, man. Look at him. He's Holy super crap, tall. man. I get that, but like a noodle strainer? Like I, I don't know how Look you... at the way his abs are shaped. Oh you oh, okay, I get you mean like a, a colander, I got you. I was like a noodle str- I don't even know what a noodle strainer is. It's a colander, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, how did you not get that? Because I, I call it a Col- a colander, man. Are you and your fancy words? You can you man. know what you call it a colander, but you can't pre- but you can't pronounce Rafael. Rafael. I just call it one of those things you pour ramen noodles in and gets the water out. Well, some of us use it for more than ramen noodles, Derek. Well, some of us are poor, for Dan. Ba- for bathing purposes. You're not a college kid, man. <laughs> for bathing purposes. All right, who are you picking, Jordan? I, I don't know, man. I, this fight, honestly, I, w- I would rather this be on the uh, early prelims. Than- I, I agree. I don't know why why they didn't put the Diego Sanchez Joe Because Sage Northcutt's yeah. a handsome guy. And he can bring in viewers. Yeah, I guess, man. Sage, they're trying to get Sage Northcutt. He's he's the it's male he's the male Paige Van Zant basically yeah pretty much and this Sage Northcote is going to win this fight and and they gave him an opponent where he's going to look impressive doing it twenty years world. from now it's going to be announced that cloning was actually a success and this was what they came up with Sage Northcote <laughs> I don't I know if I call like, that a success well I was going to say like Sage, well no Sage no no it's not looks cloning, like someone like, made a fighter in the made, UFC video game. Sage yeah, Northcutt like, looks like he's an actor who's really deep into his role his as a gonna, UFC fighter. His arm's going to pop out of socket and Wall we'll realize he's just a mannequin. Right. That's going to be it. <laughs> you got Dana White and... And, uh, and this guy he's fighting, his nickname is Wasabi. That's awful. Uh, uh, Northcutt. Well, sir, Enrique is a Spanish name. Yeah, I don't like that name either. There's never been a good Enrique. Well, we'll get into that in another time, but... I want to come back to that because I have something. To you know, say. There's, Enrique, nothing to, there's nothing to get into. My Enrique Inglesius podcast that I do has some issues with what you just said, Jordan. But we'll talk about it at a different time. All right, next up on the card, we have a bantamweight fight: TJ Dillashaw versus Rafael a Sun Cow. I mean, this is basically a Sun Cow. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it: a Sun Cow, as opposed to a Night Cow. <laughs> I think See, the only difference a moon is, cow. I was gonna say the only difference is that the night cows go moon. <laughs> we oh just turned we just turned into a God. bad podcast. This will be God. my last appearance on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry to all the twelve. This is basically a, a bantamweight title eliminator. Um, Dillashaw is just the more talented fighter. He's you know he's great on the ground. He's the number one contender in the bantamweight division. I'm gonna go with Dillashaw on this one. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I think Dillashaw is a hands down favorite, in my opinion. A sun cow or moon cow. I don't. I don't think he he can beat Dillashaw. Dillashaw's just got too many weapons, and I, if this was a better fight, I, I think it would be on the main card, probably, or at least headlining the the prelims. But I just think Dillashaw is going to win this fight, and it, and I don't think it's going to be close. 
Jordan? The world's actually turning to a point where Brazilians can't fight anymore. It's like <laughs> the year or the whatever in China, and all the Brazilians are losing. So no deal planets show. are aligned. And yep, it's just the way it goes, man. It's do like you, a, Do you guys think that it has any bearing on this fight that the last time they fought, Dillashaw lost? No. No. I you mean, think Dillashaw stepped up his game that much? Yeah. I mean, he was a, he's a former champion. Of course right, he That's fair, but you got to think, the only person that uh, that has beat Dillashaw is Dominic Cruz. Or Dominic Cruz. I can call him Dominique. It's Dominique. Dominique. Sorry, that, In the I'm, ghetto, you call it Dominique. <laughs> Dominic Cruz, uh, Rafael Sunkow, and uh, John Dotson. I mean, those guys are all, I mean, you got the top three right there in this division. That's the only people he's lost to. Well, I mean, yes, but, I mean, Dillashaw <coughs> is, is a much better fighter now. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I, I definitely think he stepped his game up since then, but you got to think Raphael's got to be got to be putting it up there, too. I mean, he's, he's got to be improving in that time. I mean, the last time he's, they fought was October of 2013. He's named after a Ninja Turtle, so it's got to count the for The best something. Ninja Turtle. But we'll get into that another time. No, he no, is No, I not. said we'll get into it another time, Tony. I will. Another time. Another time. Leonardo. We talked about Ninja Turtles last week. Yes. I wasn't here. I didn't get to say my... First off, three's the worst one, Derek. I don't know what you are... I said it was the worst one. I said... Why would you pick it? I didn't. He picked the first one. If you'll go back and listen, I picked Ninja Turtles one. Way to show support for your podcast, you jerk. I said I I confused Ninja Turtles three. Okay, all right. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that on our Turtles podcast, okay? Seriously, I want to do a Turtles podcast. Like moving I'll on. Literally just uh, check out our Turtles podcast. podcast, guys. It's uh, <laughs> Dan Turtles. No, it's called Coming Out of the Shells. Okay, he's already got a name no, for it. It's called yeah. Teenage Mutant Danger Turtles. Oh, I like that. Tony Mutant Danger yeah. Turtles. Tony, Tony Mutant Derek, Derek Turtles. Danger Turtles featuring Jordan. <laughs> Master Jordan. That, yeah, Master Jordan. There Whoa. you go. And then when you then you can do your you know your slightly. Uh, slanderous, you know, Asian voice as Master Splinter. Right. Jojin Oh, oh, oh Joanna uh, the, the next fight on this card is a welterweight fight. Johnny Hendrix, Big Red Hendrix, love him. Oh, versus, uh, Big Red Hendrix. I said Big Rig. <laughs> maybe, maybe my mouth stopped working for a second. I'm going to say Big Rig. <laughs> you know, Dan, Big Red, Red Hendrix. Dan, you keep messing up like this. We're going to have to. Permanently uh, replace you would versus Kelvin Juicy Fruit. <laughs> does he have a nickname? Because if not, it should be Juicy Fruit. He does. Just not. for this one fight uh, versus Kevin Kelvin. Sorry, Kelvin Gastelum. I'm gonna go with the upset here, and I'm gonna pick Gastelum. Gastelum's a he's, he's a tough kid. Big Rig. I mean, he's basically a welterweight version of of Roy Nelson. He he's Gets his hand cocked the whole time. I mean, I mean, he connects that right hand. You're done for. But Gastelum, he's great on the ground. He's got a nice stand-up game. I think Kelvin wins. I'm going to disagree with you. Too bad it's not your turn to talk. It can be my time. I'm the host. I can talk anytime <laughs> I want. Anyways, I disagree just based off the fact that, one, Gastelum just lost to Neil Magny. Neil Magny is, is a high-ranked welterweight fighter i don't he's think super he's super talented I do not just think because he's you don't know who neil magny no, is who neil doesn't magny mean is. that he's <laughs> but i don't think good. neil magny is better than than big rig guys just really quickly um 
you know, we're we're a UFC podcast. We need to stop poking holes at what we don't know because our credibility is just bombing. I know out. who Neil Magny is. I'm just saying I don't think he's a better fighter than uh, than Big Rig, man. That's because you've okay. got a man crush on Big Rig. Okay. So let's do a quick quiz. What race is Neil Magny? Oh. What do you mean what race is Neil Magny? What is his skin color? His I don't see skin color. <laughs> That's a very racist thing. This is the racist podcast. Wait a second. Are we talking about Neil Double Mint Magni? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, the guy that beat up on Juicy Fruit. Gotcha. Neil Magni. Okay, I don't know. I I wish everyone listening could see his face. Like, you can see... Just his the, the just panic the, in his eyes. Just oh god, what, which way do I guess? I can't place Neil Magnus. Quit face. looking him up I, on I'm your not, phone. I'm not. I'm looking at the record of of, of Kelvin Gastelum. I'm it's not even on two. Neil Mo. Twelve and two. Neil Mo. <laughs> How many names are you gonna mess up today? <laughs> what did I say? You said Neil Mo. I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I just stopped saying Mag. I'm really happy that we were able to find him Neil a Mo. few years ago. <laughs> Sounds like a Sesame Street character. Dominique. Neil Mo. Dominique Cruz and uh, Kevin Guest. Guys, and just Neil Mo. Johnny Big Red Hendricks. Like, yeah, I'm sorry Johnny for everybody's name that I messed up, but I'm I'm just having a blast tonight. And sometimes when I get excited and happy, my mouth just stops working. That's just the way it goes, all right? So if I go Neil Mo, it's because my mouth stopped working. You still haven't answered the question, what what race is put Neil Magnus? Put your phone down so you can't look I him mean, up. just just just... You got like a 50 50 shot. <laughs> well, no, I know not really. What do you mean? I mean, you could go African American, you could go Caucasian, you could go Asian, Brazilian. Brazilian's, Brazilian's not a race, not a race, bro. Hispanic, <sighs> Hispanic, God. whatever. He's, he's black. You're a nationalist. I am a nationalist. <laughs> okay, finally, after five minutes of. Hey, look, I, look, I wasn't from pure, even on. I he wasn't got, even on. New guys, Magnus. he got that from pure context clues, by the way. Anyways, because this is the first one I said. This is the biggest <laughs> rabbit trail we probably have ever went off on. All right, let's get back what to we do. the fight. Kelvin Gastelum versus Big Rig Hendricks. Who you guys got? I already said Kevin. Gastelum. I know. I'm talking. I really don't know. If I you want me to be totally honest just... with you. Okay. In all seriousness, um, this this is probably one of the closest I wasn't fights. Done talking. I don't care. This is probably one of the closest fights on this card, I think, as far as uh, picking a winner for me. Uh, I'm going to go with Hendricks just because he's more experienced and uh, he has more knockout power. But Kelvin, just for the record, Kelvin Gastelum is is not an easy opponent for Big Rig. Well, let me ask you this: What is the why is there a six spot discrepancy in their weight divisions? Well, because I, it, I feel like they're pretty evenly matched. Well, you have—they're both coming off of a loss. Um, of course, I, I feel like that Hendricks is coming off a bigger loss uh, to Stephen Thompson. Uh, I think this is trying to get both of them, a, a, obviously, a win in 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 their column that's going to move them up the the rankings. And I mean, Hendricks is. But, uh, but a why is a six fighting a twelve? Why isn't a six fighting a seven and eight, a nine, a ten, eleven? Well, you know, when the Ollie Act comes in, you can start asking those questions, Jordan. But. For now, this is we're at the mercy of the uh, the Fertitta brothers and Dana White. I wanted your opinions on on why. I just told you why. So, oh my God, <laughs> why do you guys think a six is fighting a twelve? I mean, it's it's a fight. It, it's a clashing styles fight. You know, who's who's 
going to get their style off more. Do you think it's and it's a couple of guys? I mean, typically, the I, I just feel like won- doesn't Hendricks have more to lose here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, but he's coming off a loss anyways. I mean, typically the UFC wants to match up guys coming off of a loss with another guy coming off a loss and win a winner coming off of you know fighting another winner. So I think that's it's just pure happenstance that there's six spots between each other between the two guys. Plus, I mean, I know on paper we say it's it's a styles clash, really, but I mean, Big Rig is a he's a collegiate All American wrestler. Like they're both really skilled on the ground. You'd never know it from watching it. I'm going to pick Big Gastelum. You wouldn't, but he is. You're I'm going to pick you're Gastelum. You're just going with the I feel like, today. I feel like Hendricks chokes he in does. big fights. Well, he, he's one on record saying that this fight is his comeback, that he's he is trained harder for this fight than any other fight so he can come back and, right. and get back in the title picture. I'm going to go with Gastelum. That's final answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a formidable answer. and just I think Gastelum is honestly a better fighter than – than 12 in this division i i think I he's he's an up-and-comer and i mean just looking at the rankings yeah johnny hendrix and and nilmo would probably make more <laughs> sense because they're six and seven but i, I know where but, does uh, this if gastelum goes in and knocks him out or submits him where does, what, what happens to him do you think i think he jumps up to probably seven at least i mean that'll propel him that'll I, propel I think him into a matchup a, with nilmo would probably be in his future at least. Neil Moby and Neil Magny. No, he's forever known as Neil Mo from now on. Neil well, Double Mint Magny. Double Mint Magny. Neil Double Mint Mo Magny. In all seriousness, I, I agree with that. I think he jumps in the top seven. Cool. I'm, I, you know, I'm going... Okay, I mean, you guys know I'm a fan anyways, but I like Hendricks in this, man. Like, I've, I follow him on Twitter, I follow him on Facebook, and he's trained super hard for this fight. Since when has social media ha- have any kind of play in deciding a fight? Since Dan Connor is the McGregor president never of his fan lose. club, Tony. No, you, it's since since uh, I'll tell you why. No, he's he's the I'll treasurer. <laughs> I'm the treasurer of my own fan club. Uh, That's how since, terrible the fan club is. You can't even get president. <laughs> I'll tell you why why social media matters. It's it's when, when a certain Irishman used social media as a bargaining chip to get the fight that he wanted in the UFC. Sheamus did do a great job. Getting that Roman Reigns fight. Yeah, We're back to yeah. Conor McGregor, aren't we? We are. I didn't say his name just for Derek's sake, but... I mean, who else would you be talking about, Dan? Marcus Davis? Uh, Potatoes O'Houlihan. <laughs> the Irish hang The Irish like the only other There you go. <laughs> I'm just we're saying... back to the, to the worst nicknames podcast. That he was actually... I, th- I believe he was on my one of my favorites, or my at least my honorable mentions. Well, Tony, we all can't be right, man. Y'all can't be me all the time. <laughs> anyway, I I I, I oh like I like Hendricks nah. on this. <laughs> Moving on to the next fight, uh, we have a women's fight. Uh, we have Kat Zagano versus Juliana Pena, the Venezuelan vixen. Which one's that? Who do you think? Take it a is, guess, Dan. there, buddy. <laughs> it's totally cat. It's totally cat. I, I know is, my fighters. This is one of those fights. I mean. It seems so overmatched. Like, Katzingano has one loss. That's against Ronda Rousey. Katzingano seems like she's going to just dominate this fight. She's just pure and simple a better fighter. But she ain't purdy like that Venezuelan girl. The Venezuelan vixen. We're saying purdy? 
and we talk about chicken fights and when are we talking about chicken fights? You that was that was two weeks ago. I also said and Waller. 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 I said Waller. I rest my case. What about Amanda Waller? Waller? And a holler. What Amanda Waller? She's going to be a very prominent character coming up in the new Suicide Squad movie. That's not what we were talking about. I know it was. Buddy, you just deviated so hard from this podcast. Our listeners, all 12 of you, we're, they're lost. They're just like, No, I mean, like, we lost them. On? We lost them like 30 minutes ago we're not gonna, when we started this podcast. The only downloads we're going to have is the ones we get. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on from the country talk. Derek, Derek. who do you got? Um, I take Kat Zingano in this for reasons Tony said, I mean, she's the only loss that she has is to Rousey, and and she's just looked really good in every other fight that she's had. Juliana Pena, I mean, there's a reason that that this is the headliner on the prelim because for it for their at risk of sounding like a sexist, I mean, for there to be a female fight headlining the prelim card, it has to be a really good matchup. And I think that I think that this is going to be a close fight. I don't think it's going to be a pushover by any means, but I, I think Zingano is going to win. I'm going to pick the Venezuelan vixen Cassidy. because I I don't know we I think we tend to pick the person you know we never pick the underdog so you've picked I'm gonna, the underdog pick. in almost every fight. Well, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> you got you guys picked the safe pick. And then I'll be the one screaming on Facebook. I don't know if it's a safe pick. We're just picking the better fighter. No, it, she. I think she is a better fighter. But I don't know. I think that uh, the Venezuela, because I can't say her name, the Venezuelan Vixen is going to shock the world. Hmm. I don't know if I'd say shock the world. The world is is a bit of a strong no, the whole world. word. The whole world, huh? Yep. <laughs> People in China are like, Pena won? What? Yeah, <laughs> Pena. Yeah, that that uh, chick named uh, how many Chin how many Chin Mexican guys are so living no. in China, Dan? I, I, all jokes aside, I think Zingano is going to win. Okay, you just picked Pena. No, I was joking. I think Zingano. <laughs> no, what he's wanting you to do <laughs> is lost all credibility. Is we can't trust anything you're saying anymore. Is wait Honestly. until the fight happens and then edit. <laughs> that <laughs> which one feels top heavy to me. <laughs> it is, and uh, I think. About where Cat's at, anything below that, I think there's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, I mean, in, you've. In skill. I agree. I think this is an, a setup for Cat Zingano to make a case for another title run. This is also one of them, one of those situations where she could go in there, uh, you Bull know, asleep and lose. Bull so you never know. Good point. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take the, the safe bet, and as Jordan so eloquently. Uh, Called us out on and, and go with Kat Zagano. I mean, she's just like I said, she's all around better fighter. Bunch of wimps. You picked her too, but he started making the other selection until he talked himself out of it. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the preliminary card. On to the main card, and what a freaking wow. main card! Seriously, like any one of these fights are are headliner main events. Any other? Oh yeah, any other? Fight, My boy fight is card. back, and he's gonna. I'm glad to Take, see. He's going straight to the belt. It's good to hear another Brock Lesnar fan. Mark Hunt yep. is <laughs> is a pretty good fighter. Uh, but we're not th- talking about Brock Hubba Bubba Lesnar versus Mark Mentos Hunt just yet. <laughs> God, I wish he was in charge of giving people nicknames, Jordan. 
Because they'd all be bubblegum based. I That's love right. it. Anyways, the, the first fight on this card, uh, a heavyweight fight between Kane Velasquez. Spearmint. Spearmint Velasquez versus Travis Root Beer Soda Brown. Oh, I'll just do something. I like bazooka. But there you go. Travis Bazooka Brown. <laughs> It'd have to be Hawaiian based, so like it's pineapple There's flavor. There's a Hawaiian. There, there used to be a Hawaiian punch gum. There still is, I believe. Is it still out? Yeah. Everybody yeah. go buy Hawaiian punch gum. They Travis, a new sponsor. Travis Trident Brown. Uh, shout out shout out to Hawaiian Punch Gum. You know what? Actually, and the drink. I actually like Trident because I love alliteration with nicknames, so that's perfect. I like that gum <clears throat> that uh, it's supposed to be like baseball chew. Oh, oh big, big league chew. Yeah, big yeah. League chew. yeah. As a kid, that would be Mark Hunt. Guys, Mark Big League Chew Hunt. Guys, let's say this for our <laughs> Bubble Gum podcast, okay? Uh, we have like nine podcasts going at this point. Big what? League Chew Hunt. <laughs> He's on the hunt for the big league. Chew. That's right. All right, so guys, who you guys got in this fight? Kane, Kane. Well, we know who you got, Jordan. My favorite fighter. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Uh, with Velasquez, he's clearly a better fighter, but I mean, he's got, he has so long of a layoff between his fights. It's, you know, it's, it's. You can't stop Brown Proud, dude. <laughs> it's, that's how, man, racist podcast today. It's on his chest. I know, but that doesn't make any sound even on, racist. Sure Hold it on, does. Travis's last name is Brown. So with that point, Jordan. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So Jordan, buddy, when this comes out, you, whoever wins, you're right. That's right, dude. <laughs> he's, hedging, so, he's hedging his bets. So, I Brown, mean, bro. Velasquez is, once again, he feels like the better fighter. I'm going to go with Kane Velasquez because there's not any aspect of this, of, of where the fight can go, where Hoppa Brown's going to be better than Velasquez. There's, you know, Velasquez. I feel like, and I may be biased, or I know I'm biased, but I feel like Kane is better everywhere yeah. than anybody in that division. Mm. I mean, he's 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 a great precision striker. I'm not. I mean, from the like from the stand up, Junior Dos Santos was like you know destroying everyone, and and he beat him in a stand up, yeah. you know, for ten rounds. But like, I just feel like when he sets his mind to it, he's the best at in every the, category. I, I disagree with that, Jordan. That's totally the fanboy coming out in you. I mean, his his th- ground game is is not better than. The only thing that is preventing Velasquez from keeping his belt is his health. I mean, he lo- he loses because he ta- he has to take eight nine months between his fights. But I mean, like I said for for the third time, I'm gonna go with Kane Velasquez to win this, and I'm gonna say you know early first round knockout. Yeah, from like a Brazilian jiu jitsu standpoint, you're out. You're out, Dan. That is one area I don't know about, but I just feel like stand up ground he just wins. I mean he's a he was a great wrestler at Arizona State. Right, but I don't think like I mean if if they're both on a good day, there's no way that he can Well if we already seen it, Fabricio Verdum. Listen, he Kane, wallered him. Kane Velasquez is the Rory McDonald of the heavyweight division. Okay. No, wow. He I, won the belt. I I wish Jordan was here because he, he a, would have punched you square in the face for that comment. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I agree with Jordan. Though. I mean, at least at least Kane has a has a belt on his on his you know on his mantle. I understand that, but I know we hate on Rory on this podcast lately. But in, you in, do okay. I do. In all seriousness, Rory is is good everywhere. Allegedly, he is good everywhere. He's not great anywhere. 
Okay, okay. But I'll he's good everywhere. I'll give you that. He's the most balanced fighter in the welterweight yeah. division. I think what that, Dane I'm has just trying that to make nobody else has in that right. division is a gas tank that never ends. Like all the heavyweights gas out quick, and I feel like he never does. He's always keeps the same pace. Yeah, he's he's definitely got more stamina um, than any heavyweight that I can remember. It's just nonstop pressure. Well, I, I was gonna say, I think a lot of that too goes back to. Uh, I think I, I really feel like that Kane has a has a good uh, mind for fighting. Like he knows when to pick his spots, when to when to push, when to withdraw. Um, like his his mind for for fighting, I feel like is one of the best in the heavyweight division. And he, I, one thing I will say, he is bad to get caught occasionally. I mean, he got caught in a guillotine. Dos Santos caught him. If you remember back to the Czech Congo fight, Czech hit him one time, then Bout knocked him out. Yeah, I mean, he ended up winning the fight, but. He he tends to get caught, and I don't think he wants to get caught against Travis Brown. So, yeah, Hopper Brown can. I mean, that dude's got as much power as anybody in in the UFC. Jordan, with you being the biggest <laughs> Velasquez fan, what do you think his his strategy is coming in against Travis Brown? How does he try Knowing to win this fight? The way that he fights, I think he'll probably stand up with him. You, I I think that's a mistake. I do too. I. But he well, did it against Dos Santos. I feel like Dos he Santos can, knocked him out, and he walked right back in the next fight and did it again. I feel worked, like so. with Velasquez, his strategy needs to be use his strikes to keep Hopper Brown off balance, and then you know take him to the ground because if there's I don't think he wants distance. I think he needs to smother him. Yeah, just get all you know what I mean. Just stay in close and just beat up on him. Well, that makes sense because Cain Velasquez is severely undersized in this fight as far as height goes and and reach i would assume i don't know what their standing reach two is. inches Difference. just just two inches just two inches wow hopper wow. brown talk talk about t-rex he must have some t-rex arms he's got some he's t-rex six arms. seven yeah. i just looked it up uh hopper brown has a 79 inch reach uh kane has 77 hey guys what if what if it's not that he has short arms but that velasquez has long arms do you ever think of that no what what was the reaches? Uh, seventy nine for Brown, seventy seven for for Kane. <clears throat> so it's just two inch reach. That's it. Uh, I mean, that's nothing. Now Kane Velasquez has a long reach. That's what. But it he still be. seems really undersized, though. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure it. I mean, he's six one. Yeah, I think yeah. that's gonna help him. If you want me to be honest with you, because well, like the way the he smothers there, people, the tall, lanky. Build is not going to give him as much trouble as someone that's you know stockier. He's also just flat out faster. I mean, he's probably the fastest heavyweight in in the division. Well, Easily, he, I think. Well, and he, like yeah. I said, he he never he, he his gas tank's infinite. I feel like we talk, I mean, so it never slows down. We just mean on his feet or punching because I think JDS is pretty. Pretty quick punch, man. I mean, I'm talking just pure Overall, athletic gotcha. speed. Okay. I mean, you can throw in Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar. I mean, we'll talk about him later, but he's just Freaking an athletic nature. freak. Yeah. But just based off of pure the purest sense of the word speed. Okay, Velasquez is the fastest in the division. Well, let's let's <clears throat> all address the elephant in the room. I think Travis Brown wouldn't even be a thought in this fight if if. Cain Velasquez wasn't coming off a loss to Verdum in a year layoff. Yeah, I mean, th- this I don't know, man. I I love Cain Velasquez, but he can get caught. Well, I feel like that even at, even when he was at his best, I feel like he scares me because that one punch, man. His chin's not, 
you know, that great. Well, I feel like that this is, in every sense of the word, I feel like that this this fight was put together to be a tune-up fight for, for Kane. This is not a tune-up this fight. Is not, this is a throw you don't, to the wolves You don't fight. put... I mean, I how, don't feel like that they want to... Like, I don't feel like that they want to throw him to the wolves. I mean, Travis Brown is, is ranked seventh in the division against number two. Travis Kane. Brown is is a wolf. I mean, he. I know that the ranking doesn't reflect that he's, you know, he, that he's seventh. That dude is a monster. I mean, he was a title contender. It's just how long ago though? A year two, and a half, two years ago, I if that. Ago. No, I mean he that the fight he had with um, oh with he, oh the um Verdun. The fight that he he had a, he has a loss to Verdum. That was a title eliminator. That was two years ago, I believe I said a year and a half, two years ago. He said, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm just." But but ass. anyways, yeah. I mean, he's. I he, still feel like this is somewhat of a tuna, like a tuna fight in, in the sense that like uh, this should be someone that he could easily beat. Should be if if they wanted to put a tune up fight with him, they would have given him someone like Derek Lewis, who is a prospect. I think Mark Hunt would be a good tune up. Yeah, fight. exactly. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Mark Hunt. Mark uh, Big League Chew Hunt. Mark Big League Chew Hunt. So I think I think Kane should win this, but yeah. I mean I'll just say it again. If he goes in there and, and gets in the wrong spot, one punch, that could be it. Oh yeah. I mean, this is a very dangerous fight for Kane Velasquez, I think. I, I think other than the obvious top five fighters i think this is probably one of the most dangerous opponents they could have put him in the ring with that confuses me too because I, i've been an advocate of saying that i think the heavyweight division's weak but really it's i mean not. if you think if you think miocic verdum hunt i mean all these guys have the have the ability to knock out someone as good as kane velasquez in a single punch mm-hmm. so i mean really almost every fight you could think of is potentially scary just when these these guys are just so big you know well, I think Kane needs to get back to what he did uh, earlier in his career that made him the champion. Yeah, he's packing some knockout power, but if you guys remember, like you mentioned the Czech Congo fight, like he was known as a guy that would, you know, throw hands with you, but his bread and butter was to get you down and beat you up. Yeah, and that's what he done really well. And and mm-hmm. when he started to go away from that is when he started to to get knocked out. I mean, that's what I was saying. If he if he goes in the first round and gets a hold of him and dominates him for that first round, just keeps control, I think he wins no no question. Well, I think we'll know at the end of that first round whether we're looking at, you know, a, a cane that is there mentally instead of the, you know, a cane that potentially has a lot of ring rust for being out. I was I was Yeah, the ring rust is sorry, Tony. No, it's it's cool. I was I was saying that like he needs to use his his Superior striking ability, superior precision, 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 precision. Yeah, precision. Neil Magnus, I'm gonna say. Striking. That that was one word as opposed to every name you had to said. You had to say, but his superior striking ability, he needs to use that to kind of get Hoppa Brown, you know, reeling a little bit, and then take him down and use that. Fantastic wrestling. I mean, he was a two-time All-American at Arizona State. Just use use the tools, you know, that got you to the big dance. How many times have we said that, though? You know, like I mean, I mean, that's every that Frank Mir fight. Well, that, that's I mean, ever Roy Nelson. Uh, you know, it's just it's insane how many fighters have. 
have these skills that they should be relying on more just because uh, it you know it gets them wins. It's gotten them wins in the past, but they're like, oh, never mind. Like I'm, I'm just gonna do something completely different. Uh, anytime that a guy's had a layoff like this, I feel like really we don't know who's going in there. Exactly. We don't know if Cain Velasquez is even fighting on 200. Really, it could be a completely different person. It could. Uh, this is just one of those fights where I'm scared that I'm going to be screaming at the TV, do what you're good at. Hold on. Yep. Yeah. It's possible. I hope not, though. I hope not, too. I, I, I really like Cain Velasquez, and I think him at the top of the heavyweight division is good for the UFC. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all Cain we're all fans. We want to see him do well. Um, but, guys, I mean, I hate to break it up. I, I love talking about this, about this fight in particular because it's so interesting, but... Moving on, the next fight on the card, uh, we have a featherweight fight between Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar. Now, now, am I wrong in 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 thinking that this is for the interim belt? Because I'm not seeing that on on anything else I've read today. I don't know if they've removed that or not. No, there. I mean, I mean, uh, the interim belt is kind of fictional anyway. So, yeah. I mean, who gives it a may crap? as well be right. Well, I yeah. think that's important. Who gives a crap? Okay, Interim belts are can't. stupid. Well, you know, oh, 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 okay. I, I think I whoever wins corrected. this definitely has to fight Connor, right? Or he, or he vacates it. It, it has to be. I mean, this, this is another one of those well after title the, eliminator fights. Yeah, I mean, also we're talking about after the uh, the DS fight, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Like the winner of this, there's no other, no other place but but to go up. This is without a doubt, not just on this particular card. This might be one of the hardest fights for me to personally pick. I mean, uh, Jose Aldo is clearly the superior fighter skills-wise, but it's hard to go against my favorite fighter. I just feel like this is going to be a decision fight, and I feel like Aldo's going to win because Frankie Edgar, he, he, it's hard to knock this guy out at, at the weight class that he's fighting at. So... I feel like Aldo, as a superior fighter, superior striker, comes out with the win. Well, this fight's already happened once before. Yeah, and, and Aldo, know, yeah. Aldo won. Yeah. But... There's a couple of things, though. Aldo's coming off his first loss ever. Yeah. And that could play a factor. And I think Frankie is really, really good at coming back the second time and, and getting the job done. I mean, that's what he did against Gray Maynard. Maynard. Yeah. Oh, technically, although lost in 2005. Well, yeah, but you know what I yeah, mean. With yeah, the UFC. And I mean, he, the fight that, you know, the, the one that gave Aldo was, or not Aldo, I'm sorry, Edgar's name is obviously the, the BJ Penn fight, the one that was in Abu Dhabi. And everyone was like, oh, he, you know, that was that was a crappy decision. The fight he came back, I mean, that was just, mm-hmm. he's thoroughly dominated BJ yep. Penn, one of the greatest of all time. So And the Maynard fought. Well, the first one was a draw, yeah. and then and then he absolutely destroyed him, or he didn't destroy him the second fight, but he, knocked he won. Him out. He knocked, or he didn't knock him out that fight. Knocked right? him down a lot. He, yeah, he and then the, the third fight, fight he knocked him out. It's like a guy gets better and better and better every time he fights someone. So I'm gonna go with Edgar. Edgar's Edgar is on. Like if if this is a fight that if I'm wrong, I I'm I'm elated. I care. Right I don't really right. like Aldo very much. I don't like Edgar. So, so well, I, I think I, I'm gonna this, go with Edgar. I think this is a fight that strictly depends on where Jose Aldo's head is at after getting knocked out in what was 14 sec- 14 just, yeah, just 15 yeah. seconds. Blasted. I mean, where is your confidence coming off that? Like is he the same Aldo mentally 
that that we've all grown accustomed to. And if he is, I think that he can win this fight. I, I, I still, if, if he's the same Jose Aldo, I still think that he could lose because Frankie Edgar is a very dangerous fighter. He's a very well-rounded fighter. He doesn't have a whole lot of power, but he's got everything else. He's got speed. He's got takedowns. He's got really good groundwork. He's good His in the clinch. Punching technique is fantastic, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He's, I won't say he's as fast as Aldo, but he is comparable. And if if Aldo is not at 100% mentally, I, I think Edgar could, could pull an upset here. I feel like Aldo is a more explosive fighter. Edgar's quicker. That's fair. Yeah. I agree with that. And I mean, just, you know, if we're going to go off of, of pure numbers, you know, Frankie Edgar averages almost three takedowns per fight. And I know that Aldo has fought grapplers before, but, you know, and obviously he's fought Edgar, but I just feel like Edgar, to reiterate their, to re- reiterate everybody's point, Edgar's great at coming back that second time. He's great at, okay, this is what hurt me this last fight. What do I need to improve on? Okay, this is what I need to, to do to get over that hump for the win. So, you know, I'm still going to go with, with Aldo, but if if I'm wrong, I'm pretty happy. Historically, that you guys can remember, how many times has a champion been, been dethroned and, and went on to come back, take the belt, have a, you know, continue their career? I, I mean, I think it, St. Pierre, Matt Sarah got him. He come back, of course, did well. Mm-hmm. But it typically seems like, you know, they hit that spot, and when they start falling, it just continues to – the bottom falls out of the whole thing. So, I mean, you guys may be able to think of another one, but for me, I'm kind of – I don't mm-hmm. know. I think that's another reason why I'm leaning. It seems like when someone, you know, loses the belt like that, maybe I don't know that they're – their will, the willingness to want to get it back is the same as when they had it, you know? I, I think this is essentially going to turn into a 145 title fight. I, I personally don't think McGregor's coming back from everything that I've read. So, um, I don't know. I, I, if I have to pick one way or the other, I'm going to pick Aldo, but it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a, a 60-40 basis because I don't know where he's at mentally and and that's probably the biggest x factor for me here's here's my opinion um i don't like edgar because i don't feel like i mean mo- most of his big wins has 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 been against a, an aging bj Penn. Uh, i feel like the aldo was all around a better fighter except for maybe chad Men- chad mendez but what all- do you mean most two, two out of 24 i said most of his big wins I mean, you're gonna count every single person he's fought as a big win. I, I mean, every win's a win, but I mean, how can you, you, how can you? He passes off, the eye test. Then first off, you're discounting the fact that BJ Penn, BJ Penn is a top seven or eight all time well, fighter. And, no, and when he beat the last, BJ, what, two, BJ was like hailed as maybe the greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, he was on one of the biggest tears. BJ Penn is BJ fan. probably skills wise. One of the most talent is probably the most talented fighter to ever. Yeah, he was step in. He was. Well, you know what? He was the only person that's undefeated is Father Time. So, <laughs> well, look. Only thing I'm saying is you got uh, you got Oliveira. All right, you got BJ Penn, Coe Swanson, Uriah Faber, Chad Mendez. Before that, before those uh, five wins, there he went on a three loss losing streak. All right, three loss. 
Yeah, to but two twice and to Benson Henderson. And the Benson Jose Henderson Aldo. one is probably Ben that Henderson is, is, is that's a, a little embarrassing. I think losing twice to him. Well, Ben Henderson, I think, is the type of fighter that Edgar would struggle with. Yeah, that physical fighter that'll get up on you and and be physical with you. That's that's the type of fighter that that Edgar's going to struggle with because he's not. I mean, he's strong. Don't get me wrong, but he likes to strike and set up his takedowns from distance and be more calculated. And Ben Henderson is more of a physical, I'm going to get in your face type of fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we went over Edgar's you know, last few wins and losses. Let's go take a look over at Jose Aldo. Uh, before losing to Conor McGregor in, in a controversial knockout, Derek Taylor still likes to call it a fluke. It was a fluke. Okay. Uh, and seeing interviews with Jose Aldo. Hold on, hold on. Controversial knockouts don't exist. Yeah. Well, you're, when you're controversial out, in you're whether it was out. a fluke or not. Okay. Controversial as to whether it was a fluke or not. Did, was he planning on doing that? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I'm on I'm on the side of you guys. Like, Con, look, Conor McGregor's trying to knock you out when he throws a punch. It's not like he, Conor he McGregor, accidentally fell on his fist. Cron, and knocked Conor McGregor didn't Scooby-Doo his way right. into that okay. knockout. Okay, like, okay. Hold on. Let, me, let, me, let me just say this. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You can't say... That that's not a fluke, and then turn around the same breath and say the Anderson Silva get knocked out by Chris Weidman was. I can. You can't because it's can. the same type of situation. I don't agree with that. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. I don't agree with that. But lawyered. The, you know what? That's the that's I'm human. I can have the difference with opinions. the Aldo one to me. And I, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I I think Aldo was terrified in that fight. Everything leading up to that, it looked like he was just completely out of his element. And I think that's the difference. I feel when like. You, Anderson put himself out of his element doing what he was doing, whereas Aldo, I mean, what did he think was going to happen? When you it wasn't scary... like Aldo was fainting back and pretending like right. he was hurt and clowning around when he got hit. Fair That's enough. That's the difference. And, and I, I feel like, you know, that just to touch on it quickly, I still feel like that Silva zigged when he should have zagged, he, and, and that Wadman was just throwing a punch out there. I don't feel like that he expected it to connect. You can't tell me that Silva's not way faster than Weidman. That's all I'm going to say on that. Going back to 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 the to Aldo, Con, when you have a, a a look, I'm just going to throw it out there. When Conor McGregor cuts weight and he's getting down, he looks like a he looks like a scary crackhead. I wouldn't want to see him in an alleyway. So when you have a scary Irish crackhead going, I cut off his head, I will obliterate him. Like I'm going to carry his head through the streets of Rio de Janeiro. Like that's pretty freaky stuff. All right, I, went I think like he scared nine him to different. Death. Countries of origin. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's a solid Conor McGregor impression. That's solid. It's not great, but it's solid. Anyways, before that... I will that, tear him limb from limb. That's right. I will tear him limb from limb. Sounds Italian. No. Italians are talking like Are these. we seriously <laughs> talking about this? Anyways, when you look through all those last fights, Chad Mendez, Ricardo Lamas, Cheng Sung Jung, Frankie Edgar, Chad Mendez, Kenny Florian, uh, Mark Hominick. I mean, you have to go back, before Conor McGregor, you have to go back to 2005 for his last loss. I think that Aldo is, I don't think he's going to cream Edgar, but I just I don't like Edgar in this fight at all. I think that this is, is going to be a good payday for, for Aldo. He's going to move on, win a championship back if he fights Conor McGregor. Uh, I remember then, someone else who hadn't lost in a very, very long time and lost once and hasn't looked so well ever since, though. Gray Maynard. I was gonna say you, you Anderson drop Silva. <laughs> yeah, but we, we're t- again when we say it every time we mention Silva, but the dude's forty-one years old. He's old, man. Like I, I love Silva to death. He's probably the greatest of all time. But John, listen, I, I disagree with that. I, I, we just keep coming back to wrong. this. In, in my 
estimation, it's where Jose Aldo is mentally after getting knocked out. Embarrassed, knocked out in less than 30 seconds. So, you know, if he's the same Jose Aldo that that we've seen against people like Uriah Faber, I mean, I, I, I think that this is an easy Oh, okay, not an easy win, but a convincing win for I, Jose Aldo. I agree with that. But will he be the same guy? I think he will. The way he's been talking after the McGregor fight, like he seems very motivated. And, and he, he, himself, he sounded motivated in the McGregor fight, he too. He didn't sound as motivated as Yes, he did. I'm all he, in on Edgar. He said so we're, several times. Or not several, he told, said, he's like, and it's the same thing that, that happens when uh, – proud brazilian fighter is insulted by their you know their counterpart they're you know oh, i'm gonna beat him and i'm gonna i'm gonna embarrass him he said several times like his goal was to embarrass him in that fight so he was the one who, who got embarrassed i still feel like he's more motivated for this fight just just by watching his interviews and stuff but but when you boil it down we're, we're split Derek, you're choosing aldo right yeah by a slim margin yeah i'm choosing aldo and then Tony Jordan, you're both picking Edgar. No, you didn't pick Edgar. I said Aldo, but I want to be wrong. Oh well, so it sounds like you're picking Edgar. Come on, Tony, don't be. Sure. Sounds like you're picking Edgar. <laughs> you know what? You're picking Edgar. Frankie, the answer. Edgar. All right, that's who I'm go. running with. Where's yeah, yeah, come on. Are you gonna lay a run a run bet on that? Well, considering I'm gonna be at my house in my underwear watching this fight, yeah, just have your wife hey, videotape man. it, man. Yeah, we live in the life of. FaceTime and Skype. We can watch this. Oh, you know what, guys? The the signal. We don't get much of a signal down there. (laughs) I've got a little camera in Tony's living room around the house. Oh, with the creeper statement. Uh, (laughs) Moving on to the next fight on this card, we have the Wintum. Wintum. The women's Wintum. I give up. The (laughs) women's bantamweight championship: Misha Tate versus Amanda Nunez. Cupcake versus the currency. No, that's wampum. Nunes. Is it Noons? Not Nunez? Huh. I thought it was Nunez, too. It's Noons. Amanda Noons. Amen- I mean, Amanda, I change my name, name Noons. Ching Chong Chick. Ching Chong Chick. Ching Ching Chick. I mean, this this fight just... I'm kind of like, eh. Like, it's it's a title fight, and I'm just like, eh. Like, that's that's not how we well, this, should I feel. ever. I would never be able to confidently put my money on misha tate to do anything i mean she is fighting a fighter that is talent wise below her like i mean honestly if it's not ronda rousey she's she's rising to the occasion you know i'm gonna go with with cupcake tate she's for for reasons that you know you guys went with other fighters i follow her on twitter she was on conan She's 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 <laughs> if pretty. If you follow her on Twitter, I know why you're picking her. <laughs> she um she was on Conan and she was really she was charming, she was engaging, and she sounded impassioned about this fight. So I'm gonna go with uh with the champ to retain. I don't want to sound shallow, but I'm picking the champ to retain because uh she's a she's a little bit crazy. Just she's a little bit. She's not near she's as not, crazy as Rousey. Yeah, so like she's crazy. not Rousey. Well, you crazy. know what? She's not as are. nutty as. There's few things that's more nutty than uh, than Ronda Rousey. Squirrel poop being one of them. But I'm just saying, like that's. that's you said what now? <laughs> <laughs> so the synopsis: squirrel poop, nutty, Ronda Rousey, nuttier. <laughs> 
I believe right. it's synapses. Well, I, I think Misha Tate is is at the top of her tier. Like she there there is Ronda Rousey, even though she lost to Holly Holm, I still put her above Holly Holm. Oh yeah. And, and then you have Holly Holm and Misha Tate right there, and then you have the rest of the division, in my opinion. And, and I, I think Amanda Noon, Amanda Amanda Noons is it uh, <coughs> is not in Misha Tate's class, and. Well, that's yeah. because she the class filled up before Noons was able to get in there. So I mean, it was just pure. Yeah, it must just it must have been an MMA class because <laughs> she is not near the fighter. There we go, Jordan. I, I'm gonna pick Noons. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you why too. I feel like Misha Tate is flaky. She a paper champion. No, she's good when she's good, and when she's not good, she looks awful. Is she the Michael Bisbing of the women's She's nowhere division? near as good as Michael Bisbing, man. I don't and know, The paper man. champion. Paper champion? No, I mean, she. I think she's great, but like I said, so many times that I'm like, yeah, she, she's got this. Like, I thought she would give Rousey a good fight, and I feel like, I don't know. I don't know who comes out half the time. So, I'm just going to go with Noons just to, to go with her because Misha Tate makes me mad. Well, Misha Tate rolls over everyone except for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I guess that's fair. I'm still, I'm going, I'm going Noons. Leave me be. With the upset. We have yep. one. We have one. How, uh, how many people have I picked that haven't been the underdog? Ev- It'd be nobody. a shorter list to show the I people. I think Cain Velasquez. <laughs> yeah. I think it. Velasquez is the only one. Yeah. You know, I think that's right. Yeah, I think the only uh, non-underdog that you rolling picked. the dice, baby, rolling the dice. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going Misha Tate too. I, I, like I said before, she's just—I feel like she's the all-around better fighter. Um, I think Tony's the only one that's manned up and picked something that wasn't like clear cut. Well, there's a reason they're they're ranked yeah. higher and they're better fighters, Jordan. Yep. I mean, it's not stupid to pick a better. Well, fighter. I'll tell you what. Well, I, I'll just skip. You just well, skip your pick well, tell, of the fight, and I'll just go look at the betting odds. Well, you you just you just tell me what then, all right? You just tell me what. <laughs> all right, next up, our uh, our co-main event of the evening, we have the heavyweight return of the Beast Incarnate. I can't wait to talk about this fight, and not Brock. for the reasons that you think. <laughs> versus Mark Brock. Big League Chew Hunt. That is it's Super this Sunday Super Slam. <laughs> this pretty much is a Super Slam fight. I'm gonna you can go buy with... the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. He's going to hit the F5. Do um, <laughs> like Paul Heyman's going to get on the apron, and he's going to cause the ref to be distracted. What's going right. on? And then CM Punk makes it. Oh, what? And then Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> this, this fight. They is... play CM Punk's music, but he never shows. Right, and, and Brock Lesnar looks over. He's like, huh? And then that's when uh, he gets suplexed by... By uh, Mark Hunt, and that's, that's the end of the match. This nope, by Cactus Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate War making his unprecedented in a, in return. All, in all seriousness, like I was, I'm, I was excited for this fight just because, like we said earlier, Brock Lesnar is he's a he's a specimen as far as as an athlete goes. Like he's he's a freak in nature to be as big as he is and be as quick as he is. But to this quote, is quickly turned into basically. The, the WWE with all the trash talk that's going back and forth. To quote Brock Lesnar, I'm a big, strong white boy. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got stuff like that. Then you have Mark Hunt being like, well, he's just a big juice head. And, you know, and, and, you know those, those at one point I read, I think it was last week, that they said Brock Lesnar was t- tested five times within one week. 
for steroids. Yeah. And obviously came back clean on every one of them. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this fight. I was going to go and throw my pick out there. I like Brock Lesnar in this fight. If he plays to his strengths and takes down Mark Hunt. There you go. Which he's not going to do. He might. Name a fight that he didn't try to take it down. Except, I, like, who? Like, Kane? Alistair Overeem? Like, that's the only two. And that's he was sick anyways. It's then. only two. To be fair, he's only got eight, eight fights. So, okay, so he's percent batting 75%. That's good. You take those odds. You would take those odds. Okay, l- let me start off by saying this. In what world is this fight better than Jose Aldo Frankie Edgar? In the world where you want to make money. Yep. They've never had that's a draw it. like Brock Lesnar. There is no never. way that Brock Lesnar... Mark Hunt should be the co-main event over Aldo Edgar. I think we all agree. The whole, the whole. I think that the whole MMA world agrees. Oh, if you're oh, trying to be. make it money, over it. it should be over it. Why? I feel like it should be too. It makes more money. Yeah. This is not, buddy. This isn't. You know. In that so, case, are we saying in that case, the CM Punk like fight a, should be the co-main event? It it is from a business standpoint. Yes, it's going to be. There's no it's way. Li- it's not listed, but I guarantee you by the. I'll place a bet right now that it is not the co-main event. Buddy, this that's an illegal proposition. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you just made a gamble that I wasn't smacking when you said that. So. <laughs> no, for real. That's I will. I will, I will place a, a bet that it, that is not the co-main event. Anyways, Mark Hunt is twelve and ten. He's yeah, like twelve and ten. He's a worse Randy Couture. <laughs> yes, Brock Lesnar's five and three. Yeah, but yeah, so he's five and three. Like, I, I mean, he's technically got a better. If you think about it, he's got a better record than Mark Hunt. Technically, I mean, yeah, but he, he's still he, he other than striking, which I know is you know a huge aspect of a fight, but he's he's. Just as uh, he's just an all-around better fighter. Now, I mean, you got to go off the fact that Lesnar hasn't fought in literally years, or real fought in in years. You know, um, he's just. I'm gonna go with Brock Lesnar, and I, like I said, I stick by my comment of if he wins this fight, he gets and he wants to keep continue to pursue the the UFC. He gets a title shot. I totally just like I I just don't see that, but stranger things have happened. Derek, what do you think? I'd take Brock Lesnar in this fight. Um I, I think that eventually he will get Mark Hunt to the ground. I, I don't know how quickly that'll be. I, I think it's I think the prop bets are, are more um intriguing at this point. The chances that Brock Lesnar bull rushes him from <laughs> across the ring as opposed to him actually going out and putting his hands up and squaring off. Um, but I, this fight is intriguing for one reason, just to see where Brock Lesnar is. I mean, I've said it time and time again, if a fight doesn't have title implications, like I almost completely don't care. Right. And this is definitely one of those situations because I think it's – I don't think he's coming back. I think this is a one-fight deal. I think this is that type of situation, and I don't like it. Well, and that's fair enough. I mean, it's. I think that this is probably one of the only times that you see a non, uh, a fight that doesn't have much to do with with title contention, be interesting, just because it's the return of Brock Lesnar. Jordan, what, what do you think about it? Who do you got? 
I'm kind of excited for it. I used to hate Lesnar, but seeing that he was actually like you know really sick, I kind of start to feel bad for him, and I want to see. Is that I, don't, I just want to see what Jordan? he can do. Honestly, like if like he says he's you know 100% ready to go, I'm kind of interested to see what that looks like. I mean, when he fought Frank Mir, which I mean I assume that was the last time he was 100%. He was you know it was kind of sc- it was kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if if he could do that to you know, other fighters, I would, I would be interested in seeing where that would go. And I mean, I think we can all agree that Mark Hunt is not as good of a fighter as Frank Mir. He's but ranked I am, higher. I am not a Frank Mir fan, so that's hard for me to Frank say. Frank Mir is as much as he's a jerk. He's a supremely talented fighter. Uh, that's that's probably debatable. I, By who? Me. Well, on this podcast, several you times. You are the one. I don't think he's the, like guys. We'll discuss this uh, yeah. on our debate <laughs> podcast, on our Frank Mir podcast. No, I mean you guys. In all seriousness, what about our podcast podcast? That's coming in the future where we review everything we've ever talked about on podcast. Yes, to and honestly, in all seriousness, Brock Lesnar a couple years ago he defeated an undead wizard. <laughs> Name the Undertaker. So I'm just saying, that's I mean, pretty I, impressive. No, but yeah, I had no idea what you were talking about. I, right I, there. I, I, <laughs> None. You know who the Undertaker is, but yeah, you didn't get the undead, you said wizard. undead wizard. I'm right. like, what are you talking? Well, look, man, about? he controls lightning. He controls lights in every arena in the United States. He controls, and this is all because of his ashes are in an urn. Um, so, you know, what I'm saying is that the WWE is the most realistic thing I've ever seen. We just keep going downhill. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of crossover there. Just but, saying. But in all seriousness, yeah. I mean, if you can, I think can we, we all agree. Please don't. Please don't. What? Please don't do that. What? Compare the WWE to the UFC. I didn't say that they were comparable. I said there's you a said, lot of crossover there. Okay. As far as fans. There is. There's a lot of crossover fans. I'm one of them. Tony's one of them. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, can, can we speak to to their tanks for a second? Because I feel like that with that. First off, Mark Hunt has never been in what you would call good shape or shape. <laughs> oh, he's a shape, round. Uh, you know, from one Great one big hope. guy to another, he's a little rotund. He's not uh, in good UFC shape, but he is himself a UFC shape. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, to be and, and Brock Lesnar is coming from the world of of. You know, uh, even though most of his matches in the UFC are what you would consider squash, you know, matches. WWE. What did I say? UFC. Oh, I say, I'm sorry. I meant WWE. Sorry. Um, but he he's shown to have a pretty decent tank, is because I mean it takes a lot of cardio to do that stuff and that the the fake quote unquote fake professional wrestling. What what do you guys think is that that's going to have a big big play into this, or do you think this is just a one round, you know, I, over and done type deal? I, if if this thing lasts any amount of time other than longer than the first round I'm going to be pretty pretty surprised just because you know I, I know that you brought up you know he does you do have to have good cardio for what he does in the WWE but at the same time it's not like he's you know running ropes or anything he's throwing a guy over his head that takes a lot and to do. doing yeah I mean he, he's strong yeah. but he's throwing a guy over his head laughing for a couple minutes and he immediately looks like he just got out of the shower so yeah okay 
Uh, moving on, we, we have the main event of the evening, a fight that oh, God. I mean, we've all been looking forward to this God. fight forever, waiting for waiting for John Jones to come back and, and, and fight against Daniel Cormier for the championship. Dan, why are you, you why are you knuckling up, buddy? Because I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for this. I'm so ready. Like I know a lot of people want to poo-poo on on their on the animosity and the story between these guys, but I mean, this is the closest you're going to get in the UFC to uh, to you know the, the style of of quote unquote promos that you would see in the WWE. It's got a great story to it. This is what gets people hooked into the UFC is stuff like this. So, guys, I mean, go ahead. I mean, this fight is going to be so one-sided they they got to have something to build this fight up i'm it's a good thing that they don't that they legitimately don't like each other because if we're going off of just pure you know fight john jones is going to murder him and yes daniel for me you're going to stand there and get murdered and let john jones murder you he's there's not this is probably the most one-sided fight in the entire card. As far as on paper goes, yeah. And and it's not because Daniel Cormier is not a good fighter. Daniel Cormier is, I mean, he's he's a very talented fighter, but he is the champion because John Jones is a moron and doesn't want to shell out a couple hundred bucks to get a driver. He's John Jones is better on the ground. He's better standing. He's I feel like he's a smarter fighter. He's more athletic. He's 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 faster. Barring some crazy hap- happenstance where Daniel Cormier lucks into a punch, John Jones is gonna it's gonna be the exact same fight as they had the last time, and John Jones is gonna win handily. I have not been the biggest John Jones fan. I understand that. But let me preface what my prediction by saying this. John Jones is probably pound for pound the best in the world. You know, I I tend to put Mighty Mouse Johnson up there just slightly ahead of him, but that's me. With that being said, I have this weird feeling about this fight that John Jones is not going to be the John Jones that we remember. And, and I think the St. Peru fight um, I think he looked hesitant, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't come back from that, if he comes out and is the same fighter that we saw against St. Peru, I, I think he has a good chance to lose this fight. And I just had this weird feeling, and you guys can probably make fun of me on the next podcast because John Jones is probably going to go out there and just destroy him. But I'm going to go Daniel Cormier because I just think. I think that that he's going to shock the world. I, I just have a, a weird feeling. I think I think Daniel Cormier is going to win too. <laughs> I really do. I really do. How's that I, make I, you I feel think John Jones looked terrible. Siding with this guy, the guy that has gone no, with every single undercard on this card. I thought John Jones looked terrible. And yeah, they can make every excuse long? in the 14, world, but 15, he looked 15? terrible. I don't know, man. I mean, Ovin, listen, the way that like Tony builds up John Jones is completely it's completely fair but if you're taking a guy who's supposed to be this incredible fighter and you look at that saint Prue fight that wasn't it man at all that was not the pound for pound best fighter on the planet you know whatever else you want to call him well, no, he would have walked through a guy like saint Prue two years ago look I, I i will be the first to admit that if if cormier had showed up that night 
then Jones probably would have lost that fight. More than likely. Uh, but you, I mean, you also got to think. I mean, that was a that was a John Jones that was out for 15 months. He's got to be a little hesitant too about stepping back into the ring. I mean, you could, you could tell that when he was walking to the ring. Like, I mean, the guy was he, he I just seemed don't super think nervous. That, I don't think one fight fixes that though. I mean, to get to where he was at, he was fighting constantly. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, he worked his way up the ranks to become the person that he is today, but. I don't know. I, I I think he's missing a step. Hmm. I mean, I mean that's 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 a fair point, but that that's that's my the biggest thing worry. That John Jones, even a hesitant John Jones, is better than Daniel Cormier. Flat out, it just takes one punch, man. Just takes one. If if Alexander Gustafson can take John Jones to the brink like he did he he's capable of losing to anyone because Gustafson has shown himself to be not a contender for that belt at all in in fights since then I think that goes back to a hesitant Jones though I mean he never fought somebody with that type of reach before someone that has had a reach that was comparable to his he's always used that as one of his greatest weapons that and that he always throws from weird angles and the I winkle mean, punches and I mean, Cormier beat Gustafson as well. So yeah, I mean, my uh, that's and, my biggest fear. And when fear. John Jones was, you know, Super John Jones, he didn't knock out Daniel Cormier or submit him. It was a decision. But still, he, I mean, he beat him pretty handedly. Yeah, I just, I still don't think it's the same. I don't. Th- I mean, that's just completely opinionated, right? Man, he, I, I, I hope I John Jones be, wins because I hate Daniel Cormier. I thought I was going to be on an okay. island. No nah, man, I, I'm with you. I'm right. I'm, I a feel the exact same island. way. Yeah, but I mean, you're still kind of on an island just because Jordan's picked every underdog on this card. Ex- except for Velasquez. Except for Kane. His, I'm not, his I'm boy. not doing it. Just going through and picking underdogs though. Like I mean, you, I, do you, I mean, Jordan, do you really think there's going to be that many upsets on this card? No, but I also don't think that I could pick 100 percent correct ever on any card. Well, no, but I mean. Again, I'll say, I mean, there's a reason why these guys are ranked better because they're, they're on paper, they're better fighters. Of course, you know, you don't win fights on paper. Except for tic-tac-toe. That's not a fight. And, and the paper. Who are you fighting at tic-tac-toe? And then what, what was the game where you had, like, tanks and you folded it over and you had to mark through and if you hit the tank. That was basically it, like Battlefield. I got something deep for you. All right, here we go. You don't win fights on paper, but you can be a paper champion. Yeah, get out of here, dude. Just leave. I really feel like if Jones comes out like he did against St. Peru, he's not going to win. Like I, I agree. Like if he he can't be that same John Jones, but I don't think he's going to be. I don't know. I, I just feel like that this is. I don't think it's going to be like a super, you know, knock him out in the first round fight. But I think that this is going to be pretty one sided. I, I disagree. I, I hope John Jones wins because I cannot stand Daniel Cormier. I can't stand Thank either you. one of them, but. Daniel Cormier, Cormier is definitely the lesser evil for me. You mean Daniel Cormier? If I'm trying, I'm just trying to pick these like I would like somebody's forcing me to put money on it. And if I had to put money on it, I would put it on Cormier. Really? Yep. Because John, I just, I don't think in one fight he's going to make some dramatic turnaround. I'm curious but what the odds are. I could are. be wrong. I, mean, I know that John Jones got to be the favorite, but I wonder how even those odds are. It's not even close. Is it not? I don't know, but I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. To the Fair Google, <laughs> hey, look at that professor, honey. I'm curious. Um, 
I mean, so so again, we're split. I mean, me and Tony going with uh, the rightful champion, John Jones, and you guys picking the wrong person. And you get the smart guys. <laughs> I mean, other than that, guys, I mean, that's that's all I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, obviously, we'll be back with with more news next week. Uh, you got that yet, Tony? I'm getting it. John Jones is about a three to one favorite in this fight. Favorite. Okay, and. That's actually closer than I thought it was going to be. Mark Hunt, Brock Lesnar, who who you guys think is the favorite in that one? I think Hunt's the favorite, but I, I would imagine, if you would ask me beforehand, I would have picked Brock Lesnar. It's Hunt's about a 2-1 to one one favorite. Hmm. That's interesting. The 12 biggest... 12-10 and 10 the, is the favorite. 12-10. Then the co-main event. The fight that actually has the biggest odds is... Um, is it the Tate Noon, Noon's fight? No, it's, it's actually... Sage Northcutt and Enrique Marin. Well, I mean, we said, I mean, this is that's a talk about throwing someone to the dogs. I mean, Enrique stepping in there with the bus saw. That's a terrible bus saw. But guys, that's that's gonna cover it for this week on the podcast. Uh, Jordan, did you ever get a a Twitter? I did not. Uh, you're slacking. He has a Twitter. He just doesn't use it. Yeah, but we can't contact him on it. It'd be quicker to contact He said, don't Did contact you Jordan ever. Listen to the po- last week's podcast. He says, you know what? I don't want to talk to any of you guys. Right. But we're, fans, tweet at Jordan. Derek Taylor, what's your, pod- what's your uh, Twitter? Send him Facebook messages, too. My podcast too. is uh, this DLT one. Pod. I don't, I don't wear. Uh, my <laughs> Twitter is Derek Taylor 23 Tony? Tony underscore all one word with the one. The, the, the being a number one. Mine's Dan Worley one two three four. Of course, you can always email us uh, dltpodcast at gmail dot com. You can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm curious, what was the uh, significance of the numbers after your name? How did you come up with that? Um, <laughs> I wasn't the first Daniel Worley, and so Twitter's like, "Hey, try one two three four. and I was like, "Okay, it's it's easy oh, okay. enough to remember." You should have made up a better story. It's like, well, the one represents the one thought that I had when I had when I came up with Twitter the two. Uh, you can get it. You can also hit us up on Twitter at DLT Pod. Uh, you know, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. What we can be doing better. Uh, we know we suck. Just let us know how you think we suck. Seriously, uh, guys, tweet at Dan and be like, give him like an, a, 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 a pronunciation key for the next fights that we talk about. But seriously, guys, if if any suggestions, if there's a there's a topic. We we like to do personality pieces. You know, top five favorite this, top five favorite that, least favorite five this. Um, you know, if you guys have suggestions of things you guys want to hear us talk about, by all means, please please let us know. And just anything, just tweet anything, uh, email the podcast, anything, just so we know we're not doing this for ourselves. I think we're totally doing this for ourselves. Like this There's is, like 12. This is a vanity piece for us, buddy. <laughs> what I haven't told you guys is I've been switching up my IP address so that I'm coming in from different counties and states. I'm really... I, I just listen to the podcast like 15 you times a week. You come in from California? Yeah, I'm just, I just listen to the podcast like 15 times a week. Cool. I like hearing myself that much. Uh, guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We have a Facebook page now. You know what? I want to send a challenge. The first person that's not us or related to us in some way the first person that tweets at us tweets at the show we will i'll know, tell you what we'll I, give you a shout out tony will name his first child after you. i will no i'll do one better than that okay the first person that's not related to us or is or is us 
because Tony, I know you're, you're, you're going to want this. I will personally make sure that you get a shirt with our logo on it, and I'll send it to you. How about that? I, I will. I will pay for that out of my own pocket. The first person that, that tweets at us that's not related to us. Oh, Let's, we have a logo. Yeah, that's it's it's the two sweaty men <laughs> grappling kidding, each I'm other. Just kidding. I was gonna I'm say just you made the logo. I'm just kidding. The one that right. me and Dan spent like 14 hours trying to yeah. perfect the pose. So there you go. First person that's not related to us in any way. Uh, I will make sure that you get a t-shirt if you if you uh, tweet at us. And, and just talk to us for a little bit. We're Hashtag the, I want my t-shirt. Hashtag I want my t-shirt. All right, guys, until next time, keep your hands up. 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 Keep your hands up.